Hey, what's happening, guys? Uh, grace and peace to all of you today. Uh, welcome back to the Live the Life podcast. Again, we appreciate you guys listening and, and sharing. And uh, most of all, we hope that our messages are blessing uh, you and your life and your family in your view of the Lord. And, and we pray that you're going deeper and deeper um, in your relationship with the Lord. There we go. There's an ambulance. We all need that ambulance. We don't need a crutch. Amen. We, we need an ambulance. We need a full recovery, man, from the Lord Jesus Christ to transform us <laughs> from our old life. Amen. So again, we really appreciate you guys and, uh, and your support of us. Uh, please continue to pray for us as we pray for you and, and love you guys. Again, I mean, community is very important. We talked about that last week. And um, also in that is intentionality, you know, intentionality. Um, I know I've, I've inspired and, and encouraged and exhorted at least all the men uh, that I've been blessed to have in my life and uh, the opportunity to lead in, in some sort of way. Uh, the reality and the importance of intentionality, which is, I mean, reaching out to those that come to mind, not just thinking about, but picking up the phone, you know, reaching out to people, you know, being intentional, man, not forgetting about people, but you know what I mean? It's, it's a constant, you know, for me, I do it when I drive, God highlights people, you know, when I think of others, I text them, I call them, you know what I mean? This goes back 20, 30 years. This isn't just, you know, six months ago. These are people that have impacted my life. I continue to reach out. Um, that's just something God's put in me. And I think it's very important, um, for us to do that. Hello. So, um, today's message is called, are you thirsty? Are you thirsty and, or thirst no more? We could say thirst no more, you know, um, because the kingdom and the Bible are full of both and statements, right? You know, Jesus said, come to me, right, to the woman at the well, drink of me and you will thirst no more. You know, did that mean that she would never be thirsty again? No, not at all. What it meant was she wouldn't be thirsty of the things of the world. Once we drink of the kingdom of God, we don't thirst for the things of the world anymore, which is so important nowadays, right? We get so sucked into different ideologies and theories and all these things, right, of, you know, great, you know, speakers and, you know, just all different types of naturalism and postmodernism and scientism and all these other isms that people keep throwing at us that we, you know, choose to cling on to, to try to, oh yeah, I believe in that and oh this and what about that? And you know what I mean? And all that's out the window, man. We should be, you know, exclusive to the kingdom, exclusive to the kingdom of God. The kingdom of God is the most relevant kingdom. It's the only kingdom. And Jesus Christ is the most relevant person that ever lived, that still lives. And our choice to follow him is very relevant. And I don't believe that we walk out loud enough or stand strong enough for our view, right? We listen to everybody else's view. We, we listen to them 24-7 on the TV. And you know what I mean? It seems like they have power and they don't. We have power. As God's chosen people, we have power, right, to rule and reign over this earth because we're part of the kingdom of God, right? Not in a haughty way, but for the glory of God. We have power. The enemy has no power except for the power that we give him, which he works through the powers 
of, of, of television and media and social media and all the other things that we listen to or choose to give a voice to. You know what I mean? It's a fine line, man. It's all about the kingdom of God and the word of God is the rule book for life. It's the rule book or the book or the instruction manual on how to live the best life possible while we're here on earth this short time. Nothing else matters. Nobody's opinion matters. You know what I'm saying? And I say that lightly, man. I'm not discouraging you from pressing in and studying and checking into other things, but make sure that you know where your foundation is and don't veer too far off. Don't veer too far off. So again, today on the on the heels of the National Day of Prayer, you know, God just highlighted that to me. You know, are we thirsty? And I, I he, he reminded me of 1 Thessalonians 5, which is a famous verse in there in one of my life verses. But as I was reading through it, you know, God highlighted a few other things to me, right? So 1 Thessalonians 5, chapter 5, verse 4, but you brothers and sisters are not in darkness so that this day should surprise you like a thief. You are all children of the light and children of the day. We do not belong to the light or the darkness. So then let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. Are we thirsty? Are we thirsty? Thirst no more, right? We got the kingdom of God. The National Day of Prayer is beautiful because you know, we know that people get together, right? We know that Christians and, and there's this unity and you know what I mean? More people are probably praying on that day than any other day, but that's not what the kingdom of God is all about. It's about 24 seven, man, 24 seven. We are children of the light. It doesn't change, man. Circumstances in our life doesn't change who we are in the kingdom of God, nor should we ever step out of that, man. I don't, I don't understand. How we step, how we slip, how we fall, how we, you know, why? What are we doing? Was what Jesus did on the cross not enough for us? Are we thirsty? So then, let us not be like others who are asleep, but let us be awake and sober. It says, for those who sleep, sleep at night, and those who get drunk, get drunk at night. But since we belong to the day, let us be sober Putting on faith and love is a breastplate, and the hope of salvation is a helmet, right? Referring to the armor of God, right? It says in verse 9, for God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, right? God did not appoint us as sons and daughters of the Most High King, as royalty of the kingdom of God, right? As ambassadors of the faith, right? of all those things, princes and princesses in the kingdom of God and all that comes with that. He didn't appoint us to those positions to suffer his wrath, right? And I define wrath as the consequences of our own wrong choices. We weren't appointed to do that. We were appointed to be royalty, to advance the kingdom of God, to walk out step by step, in step with God, through his word, which is the perfect instruction manual for living our best life while here on earth, no matter what happens, no matter what comes. Amen. So God did not appoint us to suffer wrath, but to 
receive salvation through our Lord Jesus Christ. He died for us so that whether we are awake or asleep, we we we, we may live together with him. The invitation is still out for everybody, but those of us who believe and those of us who have been transformed by God and had this crazy encounter, we should not slip back, man, or be quiet or chase things of the world, right? We should not be doing these things. In verse 11, it says, therefore, encourage one another and build each other up just as in fact you are doing. You know, coming together, this morning I watched, you know, uh, the service from Vineyard, Laguna Niguel, all my homies who we just left a few months ago. It's beautiful, right? Encouraging one another, encouraging one another. And I know there's a lot of encouragement that goes on there seven days a week, right? Walking it out. That's for all of us. It's not just for the National Day of Prayer. It's not just for Sunday. It's for 24-7, right? And again, here's the verse I was talking about in the beginning, one of my life verses, right? In keys to the kingdom. 1 Thessalonians 5, verse 16, rejoice always. When do we rejoice? Always, right? Not sometimes, not once a month, right? Once a year, every other day, always, right? Always. All we get is today. There is to be rejoicing in the morning as our eyes are open and we are to be filled with gratitude that we have another day, no matter what's going on around us. We are to rejoice always. We are to pray continually, right? Pray continually and give thanks in all circumstances for this is God's will for you in Christ Jesus. Verse 19 says, do not quench the spirit. Are we thirsty? Thirst no more. Amen. So rejoice always. Pray continually, not just on the National Day of Prayer, not just on Sunday, every day, all day. Prayer is communication with God. Pray in your car. Pray in the stores. Pray with your family. Pray with your children. You know what I mean? Pray when you're walking. Praying is communicating. Speaking with the Lord. Thank you, God, for creation. Thank you for this day. Thank you for this time. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Right? I love you, Lord, so much. Thank you, God. Oh, pray for this. Oh, bless this person, Lord. It's constant. It's constant. Even at work. Oh, I'm busy. So what? I'm busy. Busy what? Praying that God would come alongside me and do work. Right? As I'm doing work. God loves to enter into every part and wants to enter into every part of our life. That's why he created us, was to enter into relationship with him, right? And to give thanks in all circumstances. Again, gratitude is the doorway to joy, or thankfulness is the doorway to joy. Thankfulness is what allows us to rejoice always when we're thankful for little or much, right? That's God's will for our life. I believe his will for our life is to be joyful. To have a relationship with him and his Father and the Holy Spirit and be joyful, right? And do not quench the Spirit. I believe we quench the Spirit by praying only on the National Day of Prayer and on Sundays. In the other five days a week or six days a week, we're not. That's quenching the Spirit. 
We are to continually cooperate with the Holy Spirit. That's how we grow in our transformation into the image of God, is a continual relationship, cooperation, listening, speaking, talking, reading. Everything in this life is about Jesus. Does that mean our family doesn't matter? No. It means our relationships are better because Jesus comes first in our life and our walk with him enhances our marriage, our ability to communicate, our ability to take constructive criticism, our ability to love our children, our, our, our ability to, to, to disciple our children, right? To, to be mothers and fathers of our children and to also be friends with our kids. You know what I mean? There, you can do both. Only through the kingdom of God, only through Jesus Christ, only through his blood and his grace do we have the ability to understand, identify, relate, forgive, not be offended, right? All those things come from continually cooperating and walking in relationship with God the Father, Jesus Christ, his Son, and the Holy Spirit. Do not quench the spirit. Are you thirsty? Thirst no more. In Jesus name. God bless you guys.